This episode of Keep Calm and Crown On is brought to you by the Mary and Blake store. It's, of course, your one-stop shop to get all things trendy and nerdy all at once. Whether it's your favorite fandom or favorite show, you can rock one of the coolest shirts or, honestly, any kind of accessory. We have, like, loads of different things. Cups, Hundreds aprons, of different products hats. Um, so it's not just for you. This, of course, is the perfect gift-giving season. So if you have a friend in your life who likes one of the fandoms that we celebrate, head on over to the Mary and Blake store and check it out. But there's nothing I personally can do about it. When you've been in my position, as long as I have, you see how quickly and how often a nation's fortunes can change. Joblessness, recession, crises, war, all of these things have a way of correcting themselves. Countries bounce back. People do. Because they simply have to. That's what I thought. That I'd bounce back. And then I didn't. First the work dried up, then my confidence dried up. Then... The love in my wife's eyes dried up. And then you begin to wonder, you know, where's it gone? Not just your confidence or your happiness, but your... They say I have mental health problems now. I don't, I'm just poor. From Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to Keep Calm and Crown On. It's a podcast (laughs) dedicated to the crown on Netflix. My goodness gracious, grab your best cup of tea and let's get royal. (laughs) Hello everyone, I'm Mary Larson. (laughs) My name is Blake and I can't believe we have a fake corgi in our studio right now. It has, it's here. It came actually earlier than I expected. Yep. And we are quite excited to have our little crown mascot. Also something that when the crown is done, we'll be able to add it to our shelf of all sorts of nerdy things that we've collected, whether they're about things that we podcast about or not. <laughs> I'm actually nervous to see how Lumos reacts to another furry thing being next to me as I record a podcast. She's going to be very, very confused. I think she's on her way. I thought I just saw her jump from her I know. perch. She was like, is mom petting something? Uh, and, and why is it not me? Mary's lovingly caressing this little corgi. That's, well, we just got it. It's <laughs> just right between us. It's so cute. And we have named it. We've named it Betty. So Betty the Corgi. Yes. We thought that was, uh, we, actually Mary was the one who came up with that name. It was it was an appropriate name. And uh, obviously the amount of podcasting that we're doing over the past couple of days is getting to Mary because... Because I like can't concentrate. And sadly, those of you who are watching us on video, Blake's hair is disheveled. I'm kind of a hot mess express, but we're... we're we're binging this in true Netflix oh. binge fashion. Lumos Here we go. is eyeing Betty. She's smelling, <laughs> smelling the her butt. Fake stuffed animals bum. Oh wow! <laughs> well, before we get into this podcast, <laughs> this is great. We would love to remind you that you can find all of the things that Blake and I do at MiriamBlake.com. For now, let's get into the show. Let's Lumos is unimpressed. Let's do it.
for those of you listening to the audio version of this, Mary is now busting Lumos's balls. Look how big her tail got. The poor thing. She really thinks it's a real creature. Oh, oh no. man. Maybe if I make it woof woof. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Did not go over well. Cat is not happy. Like, dude. why don't you tell me some of the details of this episode? <laughs> oh man. Okay. Oh man, I can't believe this is happening. This is what happens when we do like six podcast episodes in two days. Yep. But why don't you tell me <laughs> things some get of the weird, deets. man? Some things are getting weird. All right. Uh, this one is titled. This one's titled Fagin. It's directed by Paul. Uh, Whittington, who directed uh, Favorites, the last episode, and episode 402, The Balmoral Test. And as always, the writer was Peter Morgan, the creator and showrunner of The Crown. Marvin, we got some corgis rating. Not only do we have a fake corgi, we have to give our corgis rating. Yes, we do. I'm giving this a 4.9. Okay. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than the last episode. Um, I have not, didn't enjoy it as much as some of the previous episodes, but I thought it was really, really good. Yes. You know, I really did enjoy I enjoyed seeing things from a different perspective and just, obviously I wasn't um, awake. <laughs> I wasn't born yeah, you were not <laughs> to born. like see this all unfold in real life. So just to know that this is something that happened and obviously they probably embellished upon the conversation that she and Fagan had. But... Actually, technically you were born for this. Are you sure? Yeah, this happened in July of 1982. Then why isn't William born in this? Well, maybe William is born. It's just that we didn't see it. <sighs> <laughs> well, you know, that actually is a, a pretty good indication of, of this show. The show plays with time pretty casually. He was born in June, June 21st. Oh, so there you go. So the, yes, the, you're show, right. the show does play pretty casually with time. Like it, it, one episode, it's 1977. Like at the beginning of the season, it was 1977. And now it's 1982. So five years have passed. And they do let you know, like, for example, when... Um, when Elizabeth is speaking to Margaret Thatcher, uh, she says, you know, hey, three years have passed and unemployment's still like really bad. Mm-hmm. What are you, what, what are we doing here? Uh, so they are telling you the course of events, but it's just, it's it just seems- not in the right time. Cause you're right. This was July 82. Yes. I was born May 82. Yep. Prince William was born June 82. And there is no, like, let's be real. There is no homage to the fact that Mary Catherine Earl was born <laughs> in this episode. The queen was like, oh, Mary's been alive for two two months. That's right. Now, so 4.9. How about you? Uh, for me, I'm giving it a 4.8. I'm giving it the same uh, rating that I gave the Balmoral Test. It was okay. an episode that I quite enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I, um, I liked this episode because it took something uh, that is very serious, which is the uh, conservatism and the uh, loss of jobs and how that affected the country, the war – and it put it all under the guise of Michael Fagan. Yes. And, you know, I'm sure, as you said, Mary, there are some liberties taken here. I'm yeah. sure that the conversation, whatever it may have been, it may not have been like this. It may, mm-hmm. it may not. But maybe it was. There are plenty of documents out there showing, you know, the course of events, yes. how things happened. But the actual physical conversation, you can only rely on Michael Fagan himself, mm-hmm. who has dealt with some drug issues and so on. Uh, or the queen, and I doubt that the queen is going to give us a, 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 a you know yeah, a play by play exactly on what happened in that conversation. So, but regardless of that, instead of 
doing it from the the queen's perspective necessarily where she is uh you know in bed all of a sudden this guy just shows up it's taking it from his perspective and mm-hmm. it's using it as a mechanism to give us um some scrutiny on or 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 at least scrutinize Margaret Thatcher yeah and possibly uh, awaken mm-hmm. uh Queen Elizabeth to what is actually happening in that. And I like when that happens, when you take something that's part of that world uh, and then you give us the DNA of that, not necessarily the thing, not necessarily from the queen's perspective or whatever, or just giving us a a blow by blow account of what Margaret Thatcher is doing to the country. But Mm -hmm. you're giving us something within that world that operates within the DNA of that world. And that was excellent. Yes. Uh, You're GBG. You're good. You're bad. And you're great. Um, how the queen reacted to the entire break-in mm-hmm. was just really such a good moment for me. I just and loved seeing her be startled and like, oh, who are you? And get out. Yeah. I just thought that she handled it quite well. And my bad is why is Margaret Thatcher's hair growing bigger? Oh my goodness. Is this we, like a thing? It it gets big. Wait, for real? It just yeah. keeps getting bigger and bigger big. historically? It gets big. It gets big. What does she put in it? Lots of hairspray. So much like... Like L.A. looks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so. Well, it was noticeable. And then my great, I'm going still back to the Queen's conversation with Fagan. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she says, is there anything else you would like to say to me? And he looks at ah, her. Yes. He says, no, and I just feel like we as the viewers have been spending so much time in the palace, in Scotland, hanging out with the royal family or people who are somehow associated with them, but people yes. of power people who have grandeur about them and for us to really spend some time with the people of England, but also the people who are suffering the most right now, whether it's with unemployment or with mental health issues. And I think it's also just a really poignant episode to watch here in 2020, Mm -hmm. you know, um, just to know that so many people have been struggling with a lot of different issues right now and how out of touch different people in the government may be back then. Now, I mean, heck anytime, you know what I mean? It's really hard. And I felt, I, I felt an, a minuscule amount of Fagan's pain. You know when you wait forever on the phone mm-hmm. and no one's answering and you're just trying to like do the right thing? Yes. This, this is how I felt when I was trying to get a COVID test a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I was trying to do the right thing. I was calling. I literally waited on the phone for hours. I went to the website. It kept telling me I couldn't get a test, all these different things. And I contacted people of the media and I said, what am I supposed to do? Who am I supposed to complain to her let know like i'm not trying to be bad i'm just trying to let the appropriate people know that this system isn't working right and when um the queen said is there anything else you would like to say to me and fagan said you know no like i said everything i needed to say pretty much i just felt even though i don't like him because he's like crazy um, i don't know i just kind of felt like on the flip side good job buddy right good job 